0: Well, I'm Howard, and welcome to the 9320 Review Podcast, the show that hears a Mickey Mouse Cup was won over the weekend. Anyway, we're not a bitter bunch, so begrudgingly, we pass on our congratulations. Well done, Celtic. Uh, we're looking back at a much needed, comfortable win at Bournemouth and previewing the final game of City's Busman's Holiday, their fifth away game, as they visit wonderful Bristol in the FA Cup. To discuss all this, delight like to be joined by two young up and coming podcasters. It's Lloyd and Joe. Uh, good afternoon, Lloyd.
1: How are you doing? Afternoon. Don't know whether to be offended or uh, or take that on. Let's let's go with the latter. What the up and coming? Yeah, and young as well. <laughs> what you offended by being called young? No, 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 no. No, I'll, I'll definitely take young. It's my birthday in a couple of weeks, so uh, I am feeling a bit old. Yeah,
0: make the most of it whilst you can. That's what I say. You're the wrong person to say so. You get—I was going to say—you get to the days when every every morning you wake up and something hurts. But for you, that is every day.
1: So that is every day. I the will.
0: Moment. I will shut up and move on. Uh, did you have a good weekend? didn't I.
1: Yes, I did. Thank you. Uh, I just mainly put the rest of my leg on the sofa. Um, did I had a poker night on Friday night, and that that ended up knackering me out a bit. So just uh, chilled apart from that.
0: How did you do with the poker night?
1: I actually did all right, you yeah. um, know. £20 buy-in, left with 58 quid. That's so, all right. Yeah, I yeah, paid for my Chinese on Saturday.
0: Bizarrely, I downloaded a poker game on the PlayStation last night because I just couldn't be bothered doing anything else at all. Nothing I wanted to watch. Finished a game, and I was on it for two hours <laughs> just played poker against uh, random people I don't know online. So,
1: See, that's, I, I, I struggle with the online just because... You can't read them. No. There's, no. there's no chat, is there? Unless someone just trolls you in like the chat room. Yeah. No, oh, no, I didn't have
0: any chat. I could have do it for 10 minutes. That's it. And yeah. Shame it wasn't real money, because I had a 1,000 and I ended up with 12,000. So And that would never happen in real life. So uh-huh. never mind. It was good fun. Past the time on a Sunday night. Joe, how are you
2: doing? I'll definitely take the young compliment, especially yeah. now I'm uh, on the other side of the 30 fence. Um how are you? I thought you were about 18. <laughs> oh, the compliments are uh, rolling out, aren't they? Yeah. I am, yeah. Uh, anyway, no, it's um, nothing quite as exciting my weekend as Poker Nights, but um, a good weekend all around for mm. reasons I'm sure we'll discuss. Yeah, so the delights of Stockport on Saturday, so what more
0: could you ask for? That's me all of Phil Foden there as well, quite a small one, so I'll mm-hmm. post a picture later. It kind of looks like him, a bit, so, yeah, it's not a bad <laughs> weekend at all, so, unlike the previous weekend where every single result went against City, so, this was a bit better. Shall we look back at the game then? Yeah? Yeah, let's yeah. go for it. I can see you raring That's what go. we're here for. It is, after all. Uh, Lloyd, a good start you. Were you actually looking forward to this game, like, a chance to right wrongs, and... I've written that down, and we need to reiterate we didn't actually lose in a way in the Champions League during the week, but to some it felt like we did because the second half wasn't as good as the first. Uh, and of course, Forest the week before had people banging their heads against walls, so we're you glad to get to this game and just see what City had in them.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, I think I suppose Forest kind of represented this, to be honest, but this felt like the first game in a while where we could hopefully run up a bit of an easy win or comfortable win. now I think we were all expecting that going into Forest, albeit you know, Forest are in better form, and I think at home a, a much trickier team to handle than Bournemouth. But um, I was I was just looking forward to you know hopefully watching us manage to sustain some attacks, get the ball in and around Haaland and you know create a few chances because. Whilst we obviously did do that against Forest, we just didn't put them away, did we? So, no, I was excited about the game. Um, and I feel like, because we've had a few, obviously, iffy results back-to-back, two draws, you, I, can't, I was kind of glad of the games coming around quite quickly because you kind of feel like, all right, let's blow the cobwebs off and let's go and get a positive result. And obviously, we did manage to do that, which which was great. Joe, what about you?
0: Were you confident going into this game? Did the... Uh... The win for Arsenal mid-afternoon, just before. Put any extra pressure on the team or you as a fan?
2: Um, I think, without sounding too arrogant, it's as pretty much close to a free hit as you're going to get in terms of fixtures left in the running, certainly away from home. So, yeah, I I was looking forward to it. I went to Forest last week, came away from that really frustrated in that it was just... So unbelievably annoying that we dropped two points, considering the sheer amount of chances we made. So I always had a, a feeling that <clears throat> Bournemouth were probably going to feel the um, repercussions of that, which I think is pretty much how it turned out in the end. Mm. Uh,
0: I'll stay with you then. The team, considering the absences, so we knew Kevin De Bruyne trained on the Friday, but that kind of suggests that he probably won't start a game. Uh, John Stones still out. Amiric Laporte wasn't training, we don't know what the onus is, so with that in mind, was there much surprise in the team for you, Joe? I mean, Mahrez is kind of having his time on the bench, and Alvarez, Harland yeah. and Foden together for only the second time, I think, this season in the league, and Rico yeah. Lewis, of course, back in at right back.
2: Yeah, I mean, in terms of team selection, I wouldn't say I was surprised, or, but I was pleasantly, well, I guess you would say surprised, and I was pleasantly surprised to see Alvarez, Foden and Haaland uh, all in the team together, because I feel like it, it gives us um, an added aggressive output. Um, it's just got a business-like feel about it when you see those three names in the team come out together, uh, especially considering we've seen so little of Phil since the, the return of the players from the World Cup. Um obviously seeing Lewis come back in you, you automatically know we're going to spend most of the game in possession with three centre-halves camped on the Bournemouth um, well, on the halfway line with Lewis tucked in next to Rodry, um, which is pretty much how it panned out um, so yeah, I think, think team selection was overall, I thought it was really good, I was happy with it I thought it was a positive team selection Um, but obviously the standout as we've said was was Alvarez, Foden and and Haaland because you feel there's still so much more, maybe not so much Haaland but so much more from Phil and um, Alvarez to come this season Uh, Lloyd, the only
0: other time they've started together is Forest 6-0 game Uh, very much 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 earlier in the season of course so I guess that tells us that Pep's still not at the point where he Trust those three to play together? Or am I overreading the fact that maybe it's just Haaland and Alvarez that are more difficult to put
1: together? I feel like Alvarez, did he play wide that day? Uh,
2: with my memory, you're asking the wrong person. So. Sorry, Howard, what was the game again you said last time we started? 6 0. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll try and check whilst we're talking, but I feel like Alvarez played from wide that day, but obviously, I know where you're going at with it though, because generally, Since then, or more recently, Alvarez has kind of played in that withdrawn striker role, hasn't he? Um, A bit like where Kev plays. Yeah. Um, And I think obviously, you know, when you play those two together, you are, you know, I think it's an acknowledgement that um, you're hoping to try and kind of retain the ball higher up the pitch in terms of creating and sustaining attacks, um, because obviously Alvarez isn't going to give you the kind of passing ability or creativity that De Bruyne would and he's more there to actually get on the end of things make run, penetrating runs in behind and kind of play play combinations with Phil or Grealish or whoever's out wide so it's definitely horses for courses we saw it, I think he did it away at Spurs didn't he? played Alvarez in behind and that was a bit of a surprise um, after he obviously came on at half time in the home game but no, I mean I think the other thing that we're missing, um, you know, when those three players, we've got some legs, you know, mm. three young players. Yeah. I think they're all they're all 22 and below. And it gives, you know, I think that's been one of the things that's really helped Arsenal this season. They've had a front line of, you know, since Jesus has been injured, it's been Martinelli and Ketia and, and Saka. And, you know, whilst there are downsides to that experience, you know, um, how robust they are etc you definitely do get um, a lot from just I think a their legs but b their lack of fear um, and just to play with freedom and we've definitely that's definitely something I think we saw with with those three on on the weekend
0: yeah I think well I think they are all 22 40 league goals between them as well Uh obviously heavily skewed towards one of the three but uh, neither two have got their fair share as well despite not playing uh, a lot of the time so uh, Joe we always talk about the, the eye test in a way that after 10 minutes you kind of know what you're getting a rarity Absol- a rarity on this one we scored within the first 15 minutes just uh 15th minute but early, even before then did you feel you knew what you were getting from this game at City were going to dominate did it feel Right in a way, that this was just going to be one of those standard away wins like of days gone by, (laughs) or you know, were you still worried that it might be frustrated?
2: No, I thought it was. I think within the first two or three minutes, it it was just already visible that it was so much more assertive and aggressive from City. I think, particularly in regards to our our balls forward and and really trying to penetrate Bournemouth rather than picking what you would call the safe option and, and sideways passes. I think earlier doors, you saw Gundogan looking for Haaland. Um, there was just a more of a direct approach, which is basically, I think, what everyone is associated with City, whether watching them involved, has, has been calling out for. Uh, just just essentially to back themselves and, and to to really go for, for broke. And I felt like within the first 10 minutes, you you just knew that we weren't there to... To go through the motions, which I think parts of the season has felt like somewhat, uh, or like we've been maybe a bit too tactically—I don't know what the word is—a bit, a bit, a bit too making life difficult for ourselves in a way. I'm trying to think of the right way to sum that up, but I felt like it was straight back to business, just, just nice, quick, sharp. Make the obvious pass. Look forward. Look out to 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 pick the pass that's going kind to of damage the opposition. Um, and that was the main thing that was always going to be my takeaway from this game. Because I think a lot of that is built in into how the, the confidence levels within the team are, uh, and to see them doing it again and getting the rewards for doing it, I think it's a positive for for the fixtures we've got coming up. So, yeah, definitely pass the eye test.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you, did the, the goal in a way ruined Bournemouth's plan to keep it tight, but now and the more I think about it, I don't think it really changed anything in that no. it was no surprise and what happened afterwards was probably just a continuation anyway. In a way.
1: Yeah, and I don't think Bournemouth played that tight anyway, to be honest. Well, that they, was going to be my next question. How much is it on City and how much was like...
0: They they played into our hands a bit, didn't
1: they? They, they did, and, and that's always kind of been Bournemouth's way and actually the reverse fixture, when I think Scott Parker was still manager before he got sacked, that was unusually... He was, yeah. Yeah, he was. And he, he then spoke... conceded 16 goals in three games and went. He did. did remember... 9-0 at Liverpool, yeah. And that's... Was... I remember you and the Bournemouth fans just kind of discussed yeah, that. How... Yeah, Simon, yeah. Simon, um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, in the reverse fixture, they were unusually kind of deep um, for Bournemouth. But it was... It... <laughs> It was quite an interesting opening kind of like 15-20 because I thought I thought Alvarez started really badly actually um, and every time he got the ball he kind of lost it. You know, his first four touches he lost the ball. Uh, it's interesting because I saw Pep give an interview the other day saying that he Julian's one of those guys that needs a bit of time and rhythm to get kind of into the game. He's not someone like you can just drop straight in and um, he's kind of... Up to speed, I think Aguero was a good example of that. You know, whenever, whenever Aguero had a like short period out of the team, he would always take ages, wouldn't he, to kind of mm. get his eye back in. Um, I think
0: Kevin De Bruyne
1: comes sometimes as well. Yeah, that's I a good. He yeah. probably list about five thousand players, and yeah, yeah. That's no, that's a good shout. Um, whereas I think Foden's a good example of someone where you know you've seen in the last two games he's kind of been dropped in a little bit from the cold, and. Um, he just kinda of slots straight back in but I think that's partly just because of how Phil plays. He's a very kind of touch player, um, in terms of looking for the ball and taking a lot of touches. Um but I think what you did see from Alvarez, despite the fact I thought he gave the way gave the ball away earlier is for that first goal, he's he just he's so good at getting into goal scoring positions and a bit like Haaland, um, it's just that ability to be able to read where the ball's gonna drop and that mm. is obviously something that we didn't have for the last two seasons and i think it's why we didn't score as many goals as we definitely should have um just because we didn't have those guys that have that smell of the goal but alvarez was there obviously back post comes off the bar and he just kind of basically taps it in doesn't he um and that's that's a lot of what he brings but i think the other side of his game and what was really good to see about uh particularly the first half yesterday was so much more penetration in behind. And that came from Alvarez, obviously. I think it also came from Foden. And even Gundo made a couple of runs where he kind of got in those half spaces in between. I think most of them were Dan Grealish's side in the first half. Um, and that just allows us to stretch the pitch so much more. And then when the ball does come into the box to an Alvarez or a Haaland, they're just, then there's not going to be the usual five blokes kind of stood in a circle holding hands around them.